He's the co-founder of Reddit, right? How do you make money off of founding Reddit? I don't, I don't know. Stocks? Don't know. You don't stonks? What is it called? Is it stonks? I don't know. What he's Chick Fil A or GameStop? What is that? What he Chick-fil-A? does? Chick Fil A? Who knows? Yeah, the guy's a nobody. Keep going. What are you talking? about? He's dating about? Serena Williams. Serena Williams is a fucking star. Hundred <laughs> percent. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow, how have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless. When Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month, when you purchase a three-month plan, more like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office, and we have been saving so much money since switching over, and setting up on Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash bears. That's mintmobile.com slash bears. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bears. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three months plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. American cheeseburger with the- and a Parmesan sandwich. Chicken sandwich. Now we can start. <laughs> All right. So, just ordering the regular food for the day. I order two uh, meals every time. Two meals every time. I think that's what gets me fat. Like, if we're going to... I should probably button this up a little bit. Don't button it up. QAnon, SoCal president. Burt Kreischer, live from the studio. I'm Tom Segura, joining you from Austin. We'll be together soon. I know people hate when we Zoom, and we hate it, too. Um, real quick to point out, we'll go over your menu in a moment, but um, this is episode 100, I believe. So congratulations. Cheers. Congratulations, Tommy. 100 um, episodes. 100. And thank you to all the men in the booth. This, fucking, yes. this show is my favorite thing to do. So It's super fun. We have a great staff. Um, Nadav, Eni, Zolo, Chris, Lindsay, someone else. They're all great. And, um, and you guys are great. Thank you for supporting us watching the show we know uh we get tons of messages you guys come up to us at shows and yeah it's just been it's been a wild ride it's been really fun to be with this absolute maniac of a friend and doing our podcast now what the fuck are you ordering i'm back on parmesan what you drinking kool-aid parmesan sandwich yeah i have a meeting oh i got a hair in my mouth okay do you know what that is i comb my fucking beard with george's brush so I have George's oh hair God. all in my beard. <laughs> what did you order to eat? American cheeseburger. You can't go wrong with an American cheeseburger and a chicken parm sandwich. So You're eating both of those for lunch? I'm going to sample them. I'm going to cut them in half, and then I'm going to say, does anyone else want some? But didn't I... you say you had 20 cheeseburgers last night? I ate. No, I didn't eat 20. I made 20. I couldn't stop oh, eating them. How many did you eat? Fucking a lot. So, so – Here's what happened. So we got a griddle at the new house in the backyard. It's a, the griddle's the greatest fucking thing I've ever done in my life. Yeah. I really took my time with it. I seasoned it, and then I made, I made smash burgers. So I julienned onions. I julienned jalapenos. I got American cheese. I got brioche buns, like the, the kind that you can crush really yeah. qu- quickly. Yeah. I, took the, I got 80-20 uh, fat ratio of the burgers. 
I oh, then wow. I seasoned them with someone. I wish I could remember the name of the fucking place because it's a place that sent me seasoning. So I wish I could thank them. But I seasoned them, put a little uh, Worcestershire in there, put a, a little bit of uh, egg to bind them. And then I put them into, now this was too much. I made them into eight ounce patties, which apparently is a half a pound. That's pretty big, man. It's, it's pretty big. So I make the first one and Isla says, Isla says, quote unquote, who the fuck did you make that for? <laughs> and <laughs> Isla said, Isla has a thing that she says you can start cursing when you're 16. And I was like, you're only 15. And she's like, yeah, but no one can really tell. And I was That's like, true. I got to give her points on that argument. Yeah. So, uh, so I make the first one, I give it to Isla and Isla's like, these are really good. She goes, can I give you a suggestion? I said, yes. She goes, cut them in half. So now they're quarter pound burgers. Now, who doesn't eat quarter pound burgers two at a time? Right. So, How many do you think you ate? Oh, I don't know. I, the wheels came you off. Look, you look like you had a wheels off night. Like you look like I it. feel like it. I feel like it. You know what it is? I'm still recovering. Drink? I'm st- uh, Red wine from Demetria Estates. They sent me a box of red wine. We drank all of it. I got absolutely shit yes you you but no video this is what you need to do when you get fucking hammered post videos of you talking reckless that's what i want to see here's the thing i talk real reckless okay so then let's let's relive the conversation you had with john stewart man it talk was his surreal. ear off with you like i'm a liberal i'm a liberal too i believe in firefighters oh, no. i was like man why does everybody got to move into my neighborhood no he was um <laughs> He was, he was, he was the best. He's like, he's like your dream version of what it's like to meet Jon Stewart. It's even better when you meet Jon Stewart. Really? He's that, he's that great of a, like a guy. So we, you know? so Ari and I talked about it last week a little bit. Cause we talked about the lineup. I'm curious what the lineup was for that show. I'm talking about Tom it did was... a nine 11 show with Dave Chappelle, Dave Attell, Colin Quinn, okay. Amy Schumer, yeah. uh, yes. Michael Che, Bill Colin Burr. Jost, Bill Burr, um, John Chris Stewart, Rock. Chris Rock. It was a fucking. Who, was a, what, what did you, everyone do? Ten. <laughs> it varied. Some people did like a, a few minutes. Some people did ten to fifteen. Um, the only people that were like marked to do twenty were uh, Burr, Mulaney, and Chappelle. That's it. Wow. So those are the three biggest comics we have working in the business right now basically that yeah. is the three yeah. that, those are the three heads of state and I, I can't disagree with that you can't really disagree with it so I wait was, i was booked to do 10 i did 12 oh wow baller move tom the yeah, uh, big push <laughs> big push wait did they put down Chappelle? you're supposed to do 20 just so you know and he was like no no, oh, no i got it uh sort of <laughs> <laughs> they they were like we got her because that's like at not just the most famous arena in, in in the world, or certainly here in the United States. Uh, crazy union shit. So they were like, we have to get the show wrapped up. So so, wait, they, so, they to... so give me some hot. I know Chappelle did. He probably went right to the buzzer. Well, yeah, oh, past the buzzer, yeah. But I mean, like the the best was, um, you know, uh, Bill at one point was. I don't want because you can't give away people's material. Yeah, but um, he was upsetting so, so a group of people in the audience and like hearing that was really fun like somebody screaming shut up shut up like uh, at him um and him like being like you know just obviously keeping going Attell pulled out a recorder you know like a little and it started to play it during his set which was so fucking funny yeah um and he he was just 
like another dream to hang out with just off stage just non-stop cracking jokes you know and and like his set was was absolutely hilarious um yeah it was just fun man i mean everybody was like there for this great you know it was a great fundraiser thing pete davidson put it together oh for real and invited everybody yeah and like you know it's pete's obviously super affected by um 9-11 oh did he did he have father did he was he in why he was he was there he he was on the plane his dad was on the Um, plane no that's a firefighter oh that's right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so yeah yeah so uh it was you know it was just like um it was oh pete davidson put it together that makes sense okay yeah Yeah, pete davidson put it together wow that's fucking baller move by pete davidson yeah, of course. Um, kind of a it, cunt it all... move, too. I'm going to call him. What the fuck, dude? I could have yeah. totally made that flight. <laughs> Fucking call it was, him Pete it... Davidson now. What a shit move that was for Pete. God damn it. I, thought he, was a friend. You I thought he was a fucking friend. I mean, really, honestly. Um, I'll send him a message later about that. Yeah. No, he'll see this. But... Everyone just hit up Pete Davidson and say, you broke Bert's heart. Just, you broke his heart. By the way, if you got fucked up, can you imagine how fucked up I would have been at that event? Well, here's here's the truth. So I went, I finished. Oh, my God. I made a fool of myself to Serena Williams. I'll tell you that story in a second. Hold. Okay, hold I, on. Are, are you writing these down? Number one. Okay, write these down. These are things I need to hear. I need to hear the Bill Burr joke that pissed people off off air, off camera. Off air. Okay. Yeah. I want to hear the lineup. Th- write these down. I want to go. This, I'm, this is one of the biggest events I've ever seen in comedy. So many celebrities. Did dude. you get paid? No, everything goes to charity. Everything, the whole thing. Uh, was thanks for not hitting me up then, Pete. Because I fucking I'm, I work for a living. The, uh, <laughs> the <laughs> so <laughs> so so who opened the show? And write down who Serena opened? Williams. Write down Serena Williams. Write down. I want to know the lineup. Who opened the show? Because we thought Colin Jost and Michael Chase should host. No, no, no. Pete Davidson um, hosted. Pete Davidson and John Stewart hosted. And John Stewart. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, the opening of the show was Jay Farrow and um, Carly. Uh, uh, I always fuck up how to say her last name. I I can't say it. You fucking look it up. I feel like an idiot right now. Okay. And then, and then, so the, and then. It, how do I say your last name? I have no idea who you're talking about. Uh, Carly Aquilino. Thank you. Aquilino. Um. So I think they open. I wasn't there for the opening. I, I got there later. So Why? when I got on, when I, I, when I arrived, first thing. really? What, what time did it start? Seven? Yeah, I, I got there like around eight. Oh, yeah. Okay, so your green room, your green but like, room. Uh, like people at my level, we arrive like when we, you know what I mean, when we get there. So when I got so there. So what you're saying is you are a much bigger comic than Jay Farrow. Okay, I got it. So <laughs> is that what you were saying? And you and Dave. You I was were... saying that I would have gotten there after you, Bert. So when I arrived. <laughs> I would have been there fucking with bells on, drinking the second I got there, eating oh, you the would have been. You fucking been. up the green room, getting an IV. Would been, everybody would have been would have known, hey, who's that guy that's fucking Hey Tom Tom like, Tom, Tom, Tom. I don't know halls. if you know that. No one asks who's that guy anymore. They go, Oh, the machine. <laughs> oh, I so so uh so so you get there a little later. Your your green room was Colin Quinn and David Tell. Yes. Fucking um, the best. Uh, let me tell you. Out of the, yeah. all the green rooms, that's the green room yeah. I would have wanted to be in. Oh, of course, of course. Um, I get there, Leaky Submarine's on stage. Uh, I, I, I check her out for a few minutes. Then I, um, 
I hop back in. Um, I'm running into people <laughs> like in halls. Oh, I'm gonna pass out. And then, oh, then I'm gonna pass out. <laughs> then I. Uh, I'm gonna pass out. I do. I'm gonna pass out. <laughs> I'm gonna pass out. Oh my god, fuck! That was god damn it. Keep going. But then, <laughs> then um, here's the here's okay. I'll give you this. This is this is surreal. Okay. And I never say this shit, but this is surreal. I I do my set. I fucking murder okay yeah <laughs> i fucking destroyed and i as i get off stage john stewart was like that was so fucking funny i was like oh thanks man and i walk off this is like a surreal thing i walk off i turn the hall and as i go to this curtain i move a curtain up to to go down the hall i hear tom segura and it's chris rock and i'm like what he's like that's some funny shit starts telling me how it's I, I feel like I'll embarrass myself saying it. So, so Chris anyways, Rock I'm, is is literally glowing over your set, just in general saying nice things. Right? Oh, and I'm fuck. like, I, I'm like, yeah, I, I don't know how to handle myself. I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you're the reason I did stand up. Fucking bring the pains, the greatest special that's ever yeah. been done. You're fucking. You're the reason I know what stand up is. You're that reason. Totally. Oh, and then Chappelle. Same shit. Uh, you know totally Chappelle, crazy. though. I know, I know him a little more. Yeah, I've hung yeah. out with him a little more. So then I am walking into the, the, v, like the green room lounge. Because I'm now I'm like decompressing, you know, from the set. And I see Serena and uh, her husband. But they're like together, like having a snack or a drink or something. And I'm like, all right, I'm, I just noticed that they're there. And I have another conversation over here. When the show's over, oh, we all go on for like a curtain call thing at the very end. So at the end of the night, everybody's on stage. It's wild. It feels like uh, it actually, you're on stage with people from SNL. And you know how the end of SNL, everybody hugs and like they play yeah. music. It's like that starts happening. So everybody's like, you know, like just toasting each other. And, Who are you standing and, next and, to? Who are you standing next to? I'm standing next to Colin Jost and Jay Farrow. So I'm standing next to SNL guys. Yeah. Like, great. Great show this week, guys. So we, um, you know, they, they say goodnight and everybody kind of makes their way off stage. And then we start, we go towards the, there's two after parties. There's an after party at the garden. Okay. And then there's another after party that Chappelle's throwing. Okay. So and I go, well, let's stop at the garden one. Cause we're for a garden. fucking second. Yeah. And then we'll go over to yeah. the Chappelle one. See if they have any fucking guac and then bang it out. So we go to the first one. And on my way there, I'm walking behind Serena and her husband. And I fucking, I'm, oh, I didn't tell you this part. I'm in the tunnel of the garden after my set. And Pete hands me a joint in like in the garden. I start smoking a joint. Yeah. And it's Pete's. I don't know what it's fucking laced with. And I'm like, uh, I'm yeah. fucking. <laughs> so, and I've been drinking. So I'm super. Lit. What have you been drinking? What were you drinking? Gin and tonics. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay, yeah. keep going. So. I'm lit, dude, and I go and I and I I'm, I'm debating whether to do it, but this is I'm fucked up enough to make a bad choice. <laughs> so I go, excuse me. <laughs> and Serena and her husband turn around. I was like, can I please tell you this story about the time we flew together? And she's oh like, really? God. And I'm like, yep. God. And I oh go in God. detail, fucked up about how we flew together one time coast to coast so we we flew together on a five-hour flight yeah 
her husband was is really nice and like white entertain and i was that white yeah he's the guy he's in the he's the co-founder of reddit right uh, so i don't even fuck you i don't even get on reddit i, I don't know but i don't even saying, know how to like, use reddit I don't, really how make, yeah how do you make money off fucking founding reddit i don't i don't know stocks don't know. you don't fucking stonks what is it called is it Stunks? I don't know what fucking he's Chick Fil A or fucking GameStop. What is that? What he Chick-fil-A? does? Who knows? <laughs> fucking yeah, the guy's a what? fucking nobody. Keep going. What are you talking? He's dating about? Serena Williams. Serena Williams is a fucking star. Hold my bag. I'm talking to Tom Segura. Keep going. Tell me about the plane flight. Okay. So, anyways, I lay out in detail, and then I realized two things. I <laughs> twice. <laughs> I realized that when I flew with her. It was like 20, let's say either late 2014 or, or 2015. And I was telling her, I was like, I'm a comedian, right? Like on this, over the course of the flight. And she's like, oh, can I see you anywhere? And I was like, yeah, I have a special uh, on Netflix. It's called Completely Normal. And she like writes it down. I realized after I got off that plane, like well after I had talked to her, that in that special, I talk about wanting to have a threesome with Serena and Venus Williams. And I didn't realize that when I told her and I, and I, the fantasy was like one sitting on my face oh my and then God. And oh my has God. a racket up my ass. So I never realized that until later. I was like, Oh my God. And then when I'm telling them the story, yeah. I tell them that part. And they were like, okay. <laughs> and I, I'm like, yeah. And then I didn't realize that I fucking talk about you and, how, and sit on my face. And, <laughs> and 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 Captain Reddit, the fucking computer warrior over there, is going. This is inappropriate. This is inappropriate. He was no. He was he was he was actually. Is he a good looking but, dude? Is he a good looking dude? Yeah, he's he's yeah. He looks like a pull up a picture. Guy. I want to see a picture of this guy. He. Uh, oh wow, he actually. But here's is. the thing. I realize kind of that I'm fucked dude. up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Halfway through the story, when you're telling her about a fucking plane flight you were on with her. By the way, yeah. She and then I go gorgeous. Yes, of course. Serena Williams. She See? is. Yeah. Alex, that's his name. Alexis. Alexis? Sorry. Alexis. Okay. Alexis Ohanianian. Ohamon. Ohamon. Ohanian. Alexis Ohanian. Ohanian. What a what an interesting last name. Alexis Ohanian. Is that, how oh, do you whatever. Say, keep going. Bruce Kressler. Anyway, I then, you know how I wrap up my story? How, uh, please say by <laughs> by spitting on her shoes, yelling the N-word, and running down the hallway. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I go, I'm sorry if I'm humiliating myself right now. <laughs> it's just as bad. It's just as bad. Except you yeah. stood there. Except you stood there. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, no, you're fine. You're fine. Oh. Yeah. And I could feel the um like the embarrassment coursing through my body. Oh my and god. And I go, I've been drinking a lot. And then they're like, we actually want a drink right now. And you're like, Oh, I know where you can get one. And they're like, No, yeah, I was like, no, no, no we do too. We do too. Yeah. So so then uh, so then you go to you go to the 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 drippy fucking madison square garden party and you hang there for i go second. there i go there i hang out there a little bit and then uh yeah run into people um say hey can someone then, get a picture with me standing next to john stewart can someone get a picture of me standing next to chris rock can someone get a my, picture of me talking to john stewart 
Oh, that that just happens. Who's they, who took those just, pictures? Uh, Candyman. That's a uh, Chappelle's photographer. Oh, He's the only photographer allowed at the thing. Really? So he, he just travels with pictures. a photographer. Yeah. What does he do with these fucking pictures? He doesn't have. An, he doesn't post them on Instagram. You're right. Everybody else does. The, yeah. What the fuck's he got a photographer for? He, he, I mean, like, I don't know. Maybe he's making a book, a coffee book. Hello, I'm Johnny Knoxville. And I'm Elna Baker. And we have a new podcast. It's called Pretty Sure I Can Fly. Yep. We've teamed up with my friends and barmates from Smartless to create a podcast where we talk to folks who have more balls in a bowling alley. People who accomplish something extraordinary despite people telling them that it couldn't or shouldn't be done. You'll hear stories about the Air Force doctor who buckled into a 600 mile per hour rocket sled and became the fastest man on the planet. And a man who wrestles alligators and sharks for fun. Do not do this. <laughs> You'll hear about a foul-mouthed moonshiner. Got a two-inch dick and a six-inch tongue and knows how to use both of them. <laughs> and an even more foul-mouthed female stunt pilot. We got bull riders. Balloonists. Bobsledders. And big wave surfers. People who lay their balls on an anvil and hand the other fellow the hammer. Okay. I bet you've actually done that, Johnny. Maybe for sweeps. Follow Pretty Sure I Can Fly on the Wondery app. Or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Pretty Sure I Can Fly early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus. Is your beer fridge feeling a little empty? DoorDash is your door to beer without the run. Whatever drink you're in the mood for, they've got you. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code BEARS24 to get 25% off, up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. I mean, there's like sometimes you just don't want to leave. That's me. Once we're at a spot and we're hanging out, I just don't want to leave. And now you don't have to. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf beer wine mixers mocktails and more can be delivered straight to your door save up to 25 percent, up to 15 dollars value when you spend 35 dollars or more with code bears 24 so whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night doordash is here to help you have a great evening any evening terms apply must be 21 or older to order alcohol drink responsibly delivery and promotions available only in select markets dude and then then we go to we go to Chappelle's after party. Okay, where's it at? Um, Soho. And it's at this restaurant bar that's shut down, obviously. And it's like, you know, music, drinks, food. Like, it's packed with people, you know. Uh, oh, Lenny Don Kravitz, fucking. Don Ham, Q-Tip, like all, you know fucking super notable people john ham has a hog on him have you ever seen his cock i've seen the uh, the the picture of him like walking and you can see like the outline of it he, and then he cracks bitches open like hot watermelons it he looks like he would fucking a hog on him he has a if now you ready for my serena moment if i ever run he's into a john, he's a handsome man too he is like, gorgeous. when you meet him he's got he's got a fucking like a grip and you look at him and you're like, yeah, you could, you could probably. Yeah, look it. at his dick. And by the way, it. he's embarrassed of it. Like, he doesn't like people talking about it. Yeah. Fucking yeah. weirdo. He is a good looking dude. He's a good looking dude. He is yeah. a good, he's a guy that if he leans in to kiss me, I probably don't pull back. Yeah, you probably don't. You I probably, probably just go, it fuck it, I'm kissing John Ham. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, so, so you go to the after party, John Ham's there. 
Q-tip. Yeah. There, it's, 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 By the way, I think you're know. underselling the celebrities that are there because it's Dave Chappelle, 9-11, fucking Pete Davidson dates only fucking the most famous people in the world. You know Pete yeah. Davidson's there. Fucking... I don't, I don't know who's dating, like Kate Beckinsale or something. It's like, who else is there? Give me more names. Um, trying to think. God, this one fucking, I forget this actor's name. Like you're recognizing um, people going like, I know that person, but I don't know who the fuck they are. And then you're there. That's better than knowing who they are. Yeah. That there's, there's some of that for sure. Um, everybody's like in a great mood. It really is a fun, he fucking throws a good party. Man. Dave Chappelle knows and how to live fucking life. Let me like, he, he throws parties like, five nights a week by the way i i think i really honestly think if there's one comic fucking living their life perfectly it's dave Chappelle. i mean as a comedian it's he's it's doing he he's does absolutely doing it right ever he wants whenever he wants and he does it right on tour the br bringing a fucking cameraman around is is a brilliant idea i mean by the way i'm now i'm looking at going how come i don't have a fucking cameraman around like i, I post pictures nonstop on instagram like yeah. he doesn't post anything on Instagram. I'm sure he has a videographer. I'm sure he's cutting these fucking sizzle reels of how awesome his life is. Pandemic happens and he opens up his house as a summer camp and everyone fucking moves to Ohio. There, Dave yeah. Chappelle is living his ultimate fucking life. And by the way, yeah. I bet he has a good relationship with his fucking kids. I mean, uh, he, he was just, um, yeah, he, you know, he, it, it, it's the MC of the event you want to be around. Like the host, I'm saying, you know, like yeah. the guy, everything is like, he's like a magnet. People just gravitate towards the, the, the stuff he's doing. And he's the one that made it cool for us not to be asking to get in movies and television. He is the comic that made it cool yeah. to just be a comic. He really is. That not only that, he also is the comic that goes, Oh, are you like, are you going for a joke here? then go for it like he supports fucking up a joke in the in the pursuit of getting a joke right you know oh yeah well i mean yeah yeah but that's not a lot of comics to stay these days yeah no a lot of comics will turn on you if you miss misspeak and be yeah. like and be like no 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 you're in trouble now i'm i can get followers based on i can get more famous based on uh on tattletailing on you you yeah. only the, that, that's what I think they they're missing the mark on is that the only reason someone follows you or wants to go see you live is if they like you, not right. because they saw you snitch and record someone saying a joke. That yeah, it's um, he he uh, he he actually as famous as he is, he actually is a comic comic like he he loves taking a swing at a joke yeah is he a funny is he funny to be around totally yeah really sitting in the green room with him is like it's it's him it's it's the vert it's like a, the guy on stage but it's like even more accessible and he's going between like saying something really interesting and then just cracking crazy jokes how much do you and he's actually gracious to people throwing jokes out you know what i mean like just riffing with them how how close do you think? Let's do. Let's. I'm going to rank this. Okay. So Chappelle, let's say Chappelle is a. Uh, I'm trying to think in fruit terms. I'm trying to think of an analogy to make it easier, so we can do it as opposed to numbers. But like, say yeah. Chappelle is on on stage. Who is off stage? Correct. Um. Yeah. So that's ten to ten, right? So yeah. 
10, ten is the number you get for who you are on stage, and then what number do you think you are off stage as close to who you are on stage? Like Daniel Tosh would be ten on stage and a two off stage, meaning he is nothing like who he is on stage at all. Right. Um, Dane Cook, a ten on stage, uh, a fucking three off stage, meaning I'm not I'm not lowering the number for their personality. I'm saying that who you see on stage, if that is your ten. Well, then that other number is adjacent to like how far away from that person they are, right? Yeah. Well, I'm pretty. I'm pretty. I mean, I think you're getting a. I'd say like you're ten pretty, seven. Yeah, I think that's pretty accurate. I'm nicer in real life than I am on stage, so that's a. Um, that's I think a, a different thing, but I think you're getting like you know a, a part of the personality. Yeah. And then you, what do you think you are? I think I'm a ten eleven. <laughs> I think I actually toned down myself on stage a little bit. Jesus Christ. And there's parts I don't like I definitely don't share on like off stage off stage I'm a fucking lunatic. On stage I'm fucking sober. I've yeah. organized some material that I'd like to share with you. Over the years you've really taken some twists and turns with performing sober. Every time I talk to you you're like I was sober and then I'm like what were you drinking? You're like I had one drink. <laughs> I got, like like I didn't drink anything before I did Red Rocks. I was stone sober. Like big shows okay. like that, stone but sober. But you didn't end it sober. I did not. I saw a clip. Somebody was posting from the audience as the show ended, and you were like, This is the greatest country in the world. Yeah, whatever. Like, what is he doing? I was I was pretty fucking as soon as I started the machine, I murdered that Tito's and soda. Like when I was twenty two, that was old, one drink. That was one drink, and no, 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 no. I and then I had him pour me another one. And they're by the way, oh. my my one Tito's and soda is a big gulp sized yeah. Tito's and soda. Okay. Um. Yeah, I watched that. And I was like, oh, he he's hammered. I, no, at the end of the show, I was definitely pretty fucked. And I, by the way, the machine story took twenty five minutes. So twenty five minutes. Oh, I just I go yeah, I because I thought to myself, I said to the audience, <clears throat> if. If I was ever to come to Red Rocks, I would want to see a jam band like Widespread Panic go off on my favorite song. So I'm going to jam band the fuck out of this story. And so I just started telling the machine and then I just go on tangents and fucking write. I went on a fucking tangent about I'm Elaine. I mean, it was like fucking it was it was I just went on tangents and it was like I just had fun as fuck with the story. And I was like, that's cool. Yeah. So uh, but yeah, I'm a, I'm a lunatic off stage. I, I think I think I'm very tame on stage. I wonder if I people would, I, would rather I think see your me perception. Be... I think your perception of yourself is is a little off. What do you mean? You think I'm? You're not very tame on stage. <laughs> Nobody says that about you. No one ever goes. Well, that. Oh yeah, I do. I guess I do perform with my shirt off. Yeah, but it's not just that. I mean, it's the personality to match a, a shirtless guy on stage. Yeah. What are you drinking there, bud? I'm back, and I'm not ashamed to say I drink Kool Aid. No, I, I didn't know you left. I, do you want to hear a fucking funny story? Were you shamed? Were you shamed by it for a while? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to hide my Kool-Aid drinking. Because everyone's like, you're, I'm a grown man drinking Kool-Aid. And everyone's, everyone saw that fucking clip. So everyone's like, hey, big guy, drinking Kool-Aid. And I'm like, and I was drinking Kool-Aid. I always had Kool-Aid on me. And I was like, yeah. I, at a certain point, I was like, I don't want to be that predictable. You ready for this? You ready for this? Yeah. So we're looking at colleges with Georgia. And so I got I, I, I fell off the wagon with Kool-Aid um in Colorado. Um 
it, the problem is, is if if they put it in my green room, I steal the packets and I and I just put them in my waters. I can't help it. I just can't help it. So yeah. they they give me a bunch of packets and at Red Rocks, I fell off the wagon hard and and uh, and so we're at University of Boulder, and I am shitting a grab. My asshole's been super itchy lately, and so I'm sh- I take a shit at University of Boulder, and I wipe, and my I have like because of altitude and because of of uh of my partying as hard as i was i have these like red circles on my hand like the blood my blood vessels on my hand are bursting and i'm like mother (laughs) i don't know if that's altitude i'm like looking at him going and i have a legit panic attack i have a legit panic attack i i walk out white as a sheet Georgia and Isla and Leanne are sitting. We're in the student union area at Boulder. I said, baby, um, something's going on with my hands. I think something's going on. I, I don't know. Maybe it's my blood pressure medicine. And I show it to her. And she, Georgia just goes, it's Kool-Aid. <laughs> I go, what? And she goes, Kool-Aid, Dad. You have Kool-Aid packets. I guess one broke, and they're all over your hands. And I look, and it's in between my fingers. And I'm like, motherfucker. I go, this is you- Kool-Aid? And then Isla goes, it's Kool-Aid, Dad. And I went, walked in. I washed my hands. And it just came off. And I went, hey, I'm fine. <laughs> you were that nervous? I didn't know what it was. But what, 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 the part I'm leaving out is I've, I, I looked at it and I saw it. And it was like on my, it was, in, it was like very distinct circles here and there. That's all I saw. But it was also red as fuck in between my fingers. I didn't see that. And I tried to wash it off. And it would not come off the first time. It would not come off. And, yeah. then I, and then the next time I, I put a little soap on there and it fucking came off right away. And I was like, oh, yeah, it is Kool-Aid. I thought I was fucking yeah. dying. I was like, God damn it, Kool-Aid, you got me again. Jesus. Yeah. And so, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm back pretty heavily on Kool-Aid. I'll tell you what. How, much, how much do you drink now? Uh, I'm going through, I'm definitely, well, you know what? The biggest, one of, it was a little bit of a, of a two storms meeting because we got a cool ice maker in the new house. And it has mm-hmm. the greatest ice. It's called po- is it popcorn ice? Will you to pull up popcorn ice? That's the little ones, right? The little tiny cubes. I'll show you. Kind of chew up. Yeah. yeah. It's like it looks like this. That's mm-hmm. popcorn. That's just popcorn. Yeah. Put that right there. But it looks like like this, and yeah. so you can put. Tons of fucking ice. It's almost like having a Slurpee. You can put tons of ice in these things and then load it up with Kool Aid, and then it, it the ice is, sells it. And so I've been drinking a lot of drinks lately because of this ice. I think ice Ooh. is maybe a conduit for. I think I might have to take a shit right now. No, I can hold it. I, I, hey, let me well, ask you this. Okay, when you go like I gotta take a shit, how long can you usually hold it when you have that feeling? Uh, about thirty seconds. Oh, so you usually have emergency shit? Oh, all shits are emergencies. I never I never casually walk to a toilet. I don't I Ever? don't stroll to a toilet and go, maybe I'll take a poop. Ever? It is it never. No, no. What do you mean? What are you being serious right now? Do you Yeah, like in the morning. Well, you hold like, on, hold on, like, hold on. How do you shit? Do you go like Well Yeah, I go like, oh, all right, I'm feeling it. I, I gotta take a shit. And then I walk over and I sit down and take a shit most of the time. I have emergencies, of course, but I'm saying 
what's the ratio of how many times it's an emergency versus a normal shit? My my I shit the same way a chick takes a shot in a bar, throws up in her mouth, and holds it till she walks outside. Like and that's how I shit. Every time? Yeah, I think so. I mean I shit my pants how many a lot. Of your shits- I shit my pants a lot. How often do you shit your pants? I, mean, I don't, you know this. I shit my pants a quite quite a lot, like definitely once a week. <laughs> I dude, I shit the bed once a month. Like I've shit the bed before because I sleep naked, so, and then you just roll the dice on a fart. And a lot of times it's shit. It's always shit. It's nothing else. It's not ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> I shit my pants. So. A lot. Like, I, I don't understand when people go, ugh, I got diarrhea. I go, well, don't you always have diarrhea? Yeah. Well, <laughs> how often do you have diarrhea? I mean, let's just say I couldn't, I can't pull any of my shit out of the toilet, okay? Like, ever? No, I don't I don't ever have a, like, a, a log. A log? Like, it's Never? always, it's always like, uh, it's always soft serve, kind of. Like, do you ever it, see logs? I have seen logs. Yeah, usually when I'm yeah, eating, but I'm right? saying on a, in a on a, in a week. Sober October. Logs? Oh no, I don't probably. I don't know. Well, like, I mean, are you saying like a log log? Because sometimes I'll get like a like a Play-Doh factory type thing, where it like right. But how about like just snakes. a healthy a healthy log? I don't know. I'm... Not even every week. Mm, I I don't know. I don't know. Are we do okay? Are you on board with Sober October? I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. I you I said mean, you were on board. I'm on board, but last night, what did they want to change it to microdosing mushrooms? No, I'm not doing. What are you talking about? What? Yeah, Ari texted and he was like, "I said we microdose mushrooms," and Joe's like, "I that's think not that's real. a good idea." No. Can someone please research for Tom the effects of mushrooms on people who don't have bones in their legs or arms? Yeah, I'm sorry. <clears throat> my allergies are fucking horrific. Eh, it might not be allergies. It might be. <laughs> you shit your fucking bed once a week. It's not allergies. I could use a sober October. I'm not going to lie to you. It looks like it. You're catching me on a bad day. Like I, It's 9 a.m. I have a fucking busy-ass day. I've, I can't fucking work out. I can't goddamn work out. And so, like, working out's my, my thing that gets me even. So... Yeah. And I can't fucking work out. So I, I feel like, I think I'm like depressed because I, I literally, I don't like, I don't, I'm just sitting there going, so what do I fucking do? Like, and then I just end up making food. What's your day like? Today, I yeah. have a team meeting. At, I have meetings at 12, 2, 3, fucking 5, 6, team 30. Meetings. What? Team meeting? I have a team them? meeting. I have a team meeting. Yeah, I try to bring in everyone on my team uh, once a month, and then I do once a week with just the half half of the people. Oh, but, okay. Yeah, but like uh, I just, I'm trying to, I'm fucking trying to, I'm trying to do big things, Tom. I'm trying to buy okay. the rights to this thing, and I have to meeting with them, and then uh, I'll I'll tell you exactly what I got today. Is it the thing you told me you wanted to buy the rights to? No, there's someone already owns the rights to it. Oh. Um. Actually, I think some stuff have been taken off my fucking plate. Okay. Well, this looks pretty easy. I got a podcast at six thirty. It's my last thing. 
with the rose. You're trying to buy the rights to another story? Yeah. Okay. I uh, well, actually, I'm not even trying to buy them. They all, they want to take a meeting because I think they want me to do something with them. And so I was okay. like, I yeah, but I don't. So I have that team meeting, and then the team meeting at noon is when we get lunch, and so that's when I'm going fucking hard. And then what are we gonna get? If we're gonna be oh, very, that's where you're gonna get the parma. If we're gonna be a hundred percent honest with each other and the universe, uh, I have a Xanax in the middle of my day planned out. I've been having how many? What, what dosage? I'll do quarter milligram, but uh, I'm having, quarter. Yeah, you're fine. Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a beautiful gift, and you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it. The only tricky part, figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price. This is what I recommend for any jewelry purchase. Source it from BlueNile.com. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer a peace of mind with every purchase with some of the highest quality standards in the industry. They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. The thing about buying jewelry is you really don't know what you're getting into. You don't know what you're looking at often. And the great thing about working with Blue Nile is you have somebody who's a true expert that can help guide you along the way so you don't feel lost, so you know what these diamond grades are, you know you're getting real value. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. And just in case you don't, they offer 30-day returns. Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. Dot com. I'm, I've, I have, I'm having massive panic attacks, and I cannot control them. What, <clears throat> what's creating them, you think? Uh, I don't know. So I had... So I, I, when we flew home from Denver, the Denver airport was looked like Kabul. I mean, it was... Did I say that right? Kabul? Yeah, I think Kabul is right. Is that Kabul? Kabul. Uh, yeah, Kabul. It was really fucking good. chaos in the Denver airport. It was the line. It's for, always like that. I, I've never seen it like that ever in my life. Always like that. The line for security, Tom. R- you know, first of all, Denver's take the escalators down, and then there's that fucking just zoo down there. Yeah, no, and then but the the line wrapped around baggage claim, wrapped around baggage claim for security. And we're with George and Isla, who have no fucking TSA pre-check. They have no fucking status, and so. And then Leanne, we got a rental car. So, okay, so this is how, so I wake up, I feel good. I go, you know what? It's going to be fine. I was, I was being a baby. I didn't, I didn't, I wanted to, I just didn't want to fly with all of them because I I get panic, I get anxiety in the airport. So we pull into the airport. Leanne's got a rental car. She's like, ugh, I forgot to get gas. And I'm like, don't, just don't worry about it. She was like, well, no, I don't want to pay the extra. I go, shut the fuck up. We're not, it's like, just, just drop it off and tell them I don't want to pay. And she goes, and I scrape the car. I'm going to have to talk to them. I go, all right. Drop me off at at at, 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 at a curbside. Give me your ID real quick. And she goes, no, you're not allowed to do that. I go, shut the fuck up. I go, give me your ID. I'm going to check you in. I'll have your thing. I'm going to send the girls through security by themselves. And I'll wait here for you. We both have TSA pre-check. That way the girls yeah. can go through the line and get yeah. through. Give them a little autonomy. And, and I'll wait for you. And so she's like, okay. So I check her in. I check all the bags in. I mean, it's just like things that are so fucking cra- make you crazy. Like, um, uh, honey, 
it's it says it's got to be under 50 pounds. Yours is over 50. Who the fuck says that? Who the fuck says that? Like, just shut up. Don't talk. Don't talk. Don't say anything. Yeah. Don't, don't, hey, tell her I have weed in my bag, too. Why don't you? Tell her that. Yeah. Yeah. So she, we put the thing on. And then the lady goes, um, it's over 50 pounds. And I go, she goes, it's $100 for over 50 pounds. I go, I don't care. She's like, excuse yeah. me? And I, I want to just be like... I'm flying commercial. I wanted to fly private out of here. I just did fucking Red Rocks. I, I wanted to treat myself, and I'm flying on fucking United commercial. You motherfucker. Do you think I give a fuck about $100 and the fucking scraped up rental car? Like I'm, so I'm like, I'm like, hold it together. My, my hands are sweating right now as I'm telling you this story. Yeah. No, it's, this is good. So I say to the lady, very kind, and say I, I was very kind. I'm never rude at the airport because I... That is the other thing that makes me anxiety riddled is how fucking people have turned into goddamn animals on airplanes, like literally animals. Have you seen the guy going ah, ah, on his with his mask? Yeah. I mean, what yeah. the fuck? What the fuck? It is. It's like Oz on a goddamn pl commercial flight these days. That's making me fucking crazy. I go. I tell the lady I'm flying first class. So is my wife. I think we can check overweight bags. And she goes, well, you didn't say you were flying first class. And I was like. Mm -hmm. I know. I, I figured you would notice that as you checked me in. And she goes, well, I would have. And I was like, okay. So we get the things. I go, Leanne goes, I'm parking too long. And I go, can you check her in? She goes, yeah, checks Leanne. I get her thing. And Leanne's already gone. Leanne's already left. So I'm like, cool. I'll just wait. So I sit, I send the girls and I go and I sit down and I'm doing good. I'm actually doing good. I'm listening to the call map. And I'm breathing, and I'm not drinking. I'm not having taken any Xanax. I'm just like I'm good. And by the way, I, and mm -hmm. it should be fair to note, I have flight anxiety for legit. I, I had I had it pre-pandemic, and I was okay with flying. I was pretty good. Post-pandemic, with the mask on and the fucking chaos and the six feet and the and just the idea of being infected with this Delta variant, all this shit, everyone's energies are up here i'm like i'm yeah i'm kind of holding on by a fucking thread and yeah. so i wait for leanne I'm, I'm tracking leanne on the phone right i'm tracking where she is on the car she's taking fucking forever uh and by, by the way denver airport was set up uh in colonial days like who the fuck has the rental cars three miles f seven miles away from the fucking airport and has an airport 180 miles away from the town i mean it fucking makes yeah. no sense so, <laughs> so I'm sitting there, I'm waiting, I'm doing breathing exercises, I'm, and Georgia calls. And I'm like, oh, she goes, hey, I think we went to the wrong place. And I'm like, what? What? And I go, hang on, where are you? And then I pull up my fucking app where I can track Georgia. She is a quarter of a mile away from me. Like, she is like, and I go, where the fuck are you? And she goes, dad, the line is like really long. Like, they have us out on the, we checked in on the east side. She goes, they have us on the west side wrapped around baggage claim. I'm right now at baggage claim one. And I'm like, that is the far fucking, and like, we're here. That's all the way here. Check-ins here. I'm like, okay. I go, hold on. I'm going to come get you. And she goes, well, no, we're in line. And I go, okay, I got to wait for your mom. So then I have, I'm trying to manage everything. Leanne shows up. I give Leanne her saying, we need to go get the girls. I go to get the girls. By the way, TSA line's long. First class line's long. And I'm like, and I and I go to Georgian Island, and everyone is fucking trying to butt in this horrific line, and everyone's being assholes. The fact that I walked up to Georgian Island, people lose their fucking goddamn mind. Uh, sir, there's a line. 
And I said, it's my daughters. I'm just talking to them. And they go, yeah, but if you're going to get in line, you can't just get there. You got to go all the way to the back. People, people are treating me like this. Yeah. So I say to George and Isla, give me one second. I'm trying to be calm. Go, give me one second. I'm going to go check, see if I can bring you in first class with me. So I go to the lady and I say, hey, can I bring in my daughters? They're not flying first class, but I am. Is it okay? Because that's a weird thing is in this chaos, I'm a weird rule follower about everything. Yeah. Because well, That's I, good. I, and, 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 but I think it's fucking with my head. So, Did you tell the lady at first class, when you, did you say, I was going to fly private, but I, I lowered myself to this or no? No. I did not say that. And by the way, I was thinking it, Tom. <laughs> it was so much to fly private it's like fucking 20 grand and i go i can't i can't i can't justify it i cannot justify it and and leanne was not having it she was like no we're flying commercial it's fine i go baby we just had a big weekend at red rocks like let's let's treat ourselves let's treat ourselves i yeah. sold out red rocks let's treat ourselves and fly home private like and we'll have champagne on the plane no stress get home start our week great she's like no it's fucking 20 grand you know what i can do with 20 grand I was sitting in, yeah. at one point, I said to her, she goes, what do you want to do when we get home? I said, I want to waste $20,000 and watch you make me white. I'm going to fucking piss on $20,000 and light it on fucking fire so you know that I couldn't have fucking avoided all this. She's, she, she, she. Episode 100. She. Ahead. I go, I go back, I grab the girls. I said, hey, you can come with me. And. They leave. Now the same people that were yelling at me are going, just so you know, we're not saving your place in line. Tom, it's so bad. I go, I get us all through. Uh, I'm sweating. I'm like, I'm sweating, full-blown sweating. I get through. Security, we get on the train. There's a huge line to get on the goddamn train. We take the train to thing A, and we're A88. And I look, and I go, A88? That seems really far away. Tom, it is a half a mile away from where McDonald's and everything is in the center. It is a half a mile. Maybe I'm not even, it might be a mile away. It might be a mile away. George, of course, everyone's got to piss. So they all go, I go, hey, I'm going to go find out where our gate is. I start walking. You got to walk to the end, down a set of stairs, around a hallway, down another set of hallways. And I'm like, I call Leanne. I go, hey, you need to come down. We're now running late for our flight because this is all this shit show. I, by the time I got to where a bar was, I was shaking. I was shaking, and I and I couldn't control it. And it was just all this stuff, all this processing. Jesus. And Leanne came in. Leanne, you could tell, man, because Georgia, Georgia was not loving me this weekend. And uh, and they they were so sweet to me. And I was like, um, like I'm I'm having a panic attack. And they're like, how's it, what's happening? And I go, I don't know. I can't control it. And I was I was like physically. I felt physically ill. I couldn't even drink. I didn't drink. I just sat there. Like shaking, and Leanne's like, "This happens to you?" I go, "I think it's the fucking Delta variant, the fucking masks." I mean, like, I'm my mask. I'm sweating on my and face. And I get way like I'm not like you. I don't suffer from the same thing. But <laughs> the stress of traveling with family always heightens oh. all stress because I, I get super stressed out too when I'm traveling with family. I mean, it's, I, it's just totally different. It's it's so it makes me like because they don't they're you know. I have a, I operate a certain way in an airport. I streamline it, right? I streamline it so I don't have to fucking deal with all the shit that makes me crazy. Like the stuff where like, um, you know, unpack your bags. You know, that's why I have TSA pre-check. That's why I have clear. I mean, I, I've done all the things to make the least amount of snags through my get through the airport. That's when, and when you travel, when I travel by myself, it, I'm, I can manage. 
Exactly. I'm sitting at this fucking airport bar and I'm shaking and then I get on the and then I, and then I get over to where the gate is and I start to relax. I start to do I do fucking goddamn calm app. Uh, if they're not a sponsor, we should get them because I I listened to the daily calm three times. And really? I'm doing the breathing exercises cuz and, and the other thing is it's altitude and I'm not breathing. I'm I'm holding my breath and I don't even realize I'm doing it. So and and so I'm, I'm not getting all the oxygen I need. I get on the plane and it is the worst fucking turbulence I've ever had in my life. And I have a fucking another fucking meltdown and and I'm just like and I start playing backgammon aggressively like just going like just to get my mind off of it. Dude, when we landed I it's crazy too because the second we land it's all gone. It just fucking sh- yeah. it disappears and I go what the fuck, man? Is this like my brain? Because it feels physical. I feel it physically. And so I've been celebrating the last two days because I didn't have to fucking. I'm like, Still I'm not. not to, well, I don't. Dude, I don't know what I'm going to do. I like. I, You're going to get on 100 more planes this year. I know. That's why I started panicking going like, I might just. I'm not even joking. I might just get on the bus and in L.A., go to Montgomery for my first show, Augusta, Atlanta, and then. And then just live on the bus all of October and just keep the bus, just keep the bus out, keep the bus out and just live on the bus the entire month. I was saying just to avoid planes. I I mean, it's not, here's the thing. It's, it's not planes because I have flown. It's, this is going to be, this is going to sound fucking horrible. It's our country. It's what has happened to our country and the way the media is representing it. I think it's fucking with my head. And so I'm on the plane waiting for someone to fucking smack a flight attendant or like I'm like hyper yeah. aware of how horrible people are behaving. And I, I can't I can't operate with that chaos. Like I my I start to I start to I think I start overcome it's like almost like I've watched too many movies about sharks and now I don't want to get in the ocean. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so yeah, yeah. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I, I'm society. I mean, is devolving and it's starting to dude and it's killing me like i don't i I can't dude i went to rite aid the other night day and i was Mm -hmm. like i i I just was the way people behave these days i don't know if it's because they have a mask on they feel like they're they're anonymous but it was just so i i I happened again i started melting down and leanne's like what the fuck i also think the other thing tom is I stayed, you know, 17 months pretty much o- or away from people. I was like, oh. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I fucking am thrown back into the mix. And, it, like, people just get close to you and you're like, hey, man, like, what about this Delta? What about, what are we, I, I mean, I, I'm vaccinated, but like, are you, like, it's, everything's so fucking cast. I'm having a hard time getting folded back into regular society. Wow. And, yeah. It's, and, I think it's, yeah. Have you talked to anyone about it, like a professional? No. Seriously. Why? I should. I should. I told my wife, I was like, I need to start therapy again I, because I'm. I mean, it, this seems like it would be a obviously a natural reason to go do it. Again. I mean, my brain is thinking crazy fucking shit. The other day I'm walking Dude. down the street and I see a homeless guy and I just wanted to tuck him in and be like, hey, man, people care about you. Like, I care. I wanted to be like, let me help you. Like, Ugh. let me like, I just feel like I feel like fucking society has gone south. God, what, what, so what are you gross. laughing at? What are you laughing at? I'm laughing at Tom's reaction to your story. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to tuck him in, and Tom goes, I wanted to kick him. <laughs> oh, I mean, 
I think there's a you don't have homeless obvious... people in Austin. I'm by the way, I'm definitely thinking about just coming uh, to Austin on my days off because it's f- quicker to be you for should, me to get there. You should, and you'll be surprised. There are quite a few homeless people here. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious when you talk about the airport, Rite Aid, the homeless guy. Your problem isn't society. Your problem is how gross poor people are. And I think like if you start just hanging out with more people of means, you won't have any anxiety. That might be it. Yeah. I haven't gone to, a, you know, I haven't gone to a fucking grocery store. I haven't gone to yeah, a grocery gross. store. Yeah. I haven't gone to a grocery store. I, I, I probably gone to a grocery store maybe in 17 months, 18 months, probably. But here's the crazy thing. I was totally cool in Serbia. Like, I was totally cool being around people in Serbia. But you were in a bubble. No, but I, I was out of the bubble. I went out to eat and stuff. And Yeah, but I mean, it's like a controlled atmosphere almost, you know? You know what? Maybe, maybe I just need to live in a small town. Maybe I need to retire and move to a small town. Come Austin's on, not a small town. Austin's fucking... It's not, but still, you could live 30 miles outside of here. I could. Just get guns and dogs. And get, like, a big ranch. Oh, I would love. How fun would that be? That's totally you, living on a ranch. God. <clears throat> and then I just need, I need to. Yeah, uh, someone, uh, someone offered me tickets to, uh, to uh, watch the Rams Buccaneers. Yeah. And I'm in Vegas the night before, and then the game's at one, and I just started thinking. I don't like what everyone just fights at these games and then they love fighting because they go viral and I'm yeah. like and cats are falling off roofs. I mean, what the fuck? I, I was like, I don't want to go to a goddamn game. Like, I don't want to. Yeah, I think you need to get you need you need to, to do a session, man. I think you should get your therapist on the line. I mean, but do you think other people feel like me? Like, like the way. Yeah, but I'm saying that, like, you, I'm not um, like negating or diminishing your anxieties. I'm just saying that, like. I think a lot of people are feeling like you, but I think it might help be helpful for you to talk to somebody that, you know, knows professionally how to deal with that. But yeah, it is. It's a crazy world, and it's kind of like where where your mind's at in it. That, that's yeah. what I'm saying, you know. Yeah, yeah. It was right, man. That flight home was rough. I was like, I've I've I haven't been like that in a very, very long time. And and part of I had a crazy like, thing. Wait, what happened? Gotta t- I got to tell you a crazy thing that happened, but I can't tell you on camera. Wait, why? Because I can't. I'll, I'll, I'll have to tell you off camera. Okay. Fuck. I know. Um. Hey, are we going to do a live show soon? I would love to. Um. We have to shoot some stuff for it, you know? Like, we've had our dominatrix. Oh, we've had it, that's our, right. we got to shoot something for it. I really wish we would double team Adriana Um. if our stupid, dumb fucking wives would stop being so dumb do you think if i was if i was in an airport with adriana chechik that i would have no anxiety because i'd just be like looking at her the whole time and being like yeah it would calm you down yeah it would calm you down (sighs) yeah we're just gonna use dildos like what's the fucking problem i say we do it it's better to what is it ask for forgiveness than permission that's exactly right bert that's exactly right and i think if um if we do it and we show them like how respectful we were and and every now and then we slide our real dicks in (laughs) <laughs> you look and you're like wait you're doing whoa you're doing your real dick and for adriana she thinks it's the she she's like oh is that the toy like she thinks our real dicks are just little toys yeah. Like, yeah yeah it's a toy yeah do you think she'd really have she'd really have sex with her us do you think yes what do you mean do i think 
What if we? What if yeah. we? What if me and you got into a? Thruple? I think it, I'm not saying that we would satisfy her. I'm saying I think she would do it for the laugh. Who do you think would come first? You. No, I definitely jerk off before. Would you jerk off before? No. No. <laughs> I would try to go in there fully loaded. Oh. Yeah. yeah I'm I trying think, to think um, of all the things we could say right before we had sex with her that would be awkward as fuck. You know how it's funny? Like, it sounds like a joke, but the reality of how unimpressed she would be with how we fuck <laughs> because she she did she works with professionals like like real coxmen oh <laughs> who not just have huge pieces but like they're like how many hours do you need me to fuck you for what if and then what if okay what if this what if this what if we what if we what if okay soft pitch what okay. if we fuck adriana chechik and she teaches mm -hmm. us how to fuck and it's just that would dude now you're getting our wives on board. Yes. We're just going to get better at having sex with our wives because Adriana, it would be very clinical. We'll make her wear yeah. a nurse's outfit. Yeah, we'll get her to wear a nurse's outfit. Nurse's outfit, and she'll <laughs> she'll up our oral game and our, our fucking game. And, you know, oh. then we go back to our wives and we're like, how much better are we now? That's the way to do it, dude. I love this. I love this. Now is the time to pitch it to our, our stupid wives. All right, I'll call. Okay. Yours is just in the room with you. No, she's not here. <clears throat> Where is she? Is she on the road this weekend? No, I mean she's she's in Austin. She's not. Has she got her cast like, off her foot yet? Yeah, she's walking around totally fine. Oh, really? The doctor says she's a fucking anomaly. The uh, I got my I got a hundred percent flexibility in my arm. They technically said yesterday I didn't have to wear my brace anymore. I, they said I didn't have to wear my brace anymore, so I didn't make wear my brace making uh, making smash burgers. I made I wore it for a little bit and I took it off, and then I burned my fucking hand, Tom, and I went like this, ha, and I fucking hurt my tendons, and I was like, God damn it! So I put it back on. I was like, I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna wear it until I fucking, I'm gonna wear it until I can break out of it, jerking off like Forrest Gump did running. Come, see. Forrest, come, Bert, come. Let me. Should I should I call? That was a really good joke. Did he not hear that? I didn't hear it at all. Oh, God damn it. Should I call Christina? Yeah, yeah, call Christina. And this is how you say it. Ready? Yeah. What do you say to me pleasing you better in bed? There you go. We got to take a salesman's approach to this. What, are they both just like... Did you, do, do you ever call your wife and she doesn't answer so much that you want to cancel her fucking phone? Yeah. And go... And go, that's right. You don't get a phone now. You don't get a phone. You don't know how to yeah. use it. I call you. You answer it. That's how it works. I place a phone works. call. You see it ring. Sometimes I'm fucking, ugh. Right. And Le if I don't answer, it's because something fucking busy is happening. Because I'm making money to pay right. for these fucking phones. Right. I get fucking, I get Leanne. Leanne, will, this drives me nuts so bad. She'll go, a phone number will ring. She'll go, 310, who is this? And I go, that's why they, that's why the, it vibrates. Is that you know that it's someone, so answer it, say hello, and then that person will tell you who it is. That's how this game works. It's a fucking game of telephone. Answer the fucking yeah. phone. She goes, well, I don't know them. I'm not answering. I go, it could be the fucking hospital. <laughs> oh, you really are an 11. 
off stage in a tent. On I'm stage. a fucking. I'm a. I'm a. I am a. I am. I'm 11. I'm really thinking. I'm really thinking. Oh wait, we're gonna lead into sober October and then go right to Bert's birthday. Oh fuck! Um, I don't have your gift lined up. I th- I think we should push push pause. I'm okay. I'm getting anxiety about your fucking gift, and I'm like right. I'm I'm starting to dread your birthday. Going like, God damn it! I gotta make extra money so I can well, buy him a fucking <laughs> birthday gift. <laughs> so so maybe I can get you a gift. Okay, something normal. How about this? You ready for this? Right. Yeah. No, no. I think what we do, I think what we do is we do a live show on my birthday, for my birthday. And all the money, all the money that, all the money that we make from the live show, you spend on a gift. Oh my God. And then we do a live show on your birthday and all the money we make for that live show, I buy you a gift. Oh my God. That's so wasteful. I know. Would be so fucking pissed. They'd be super pissed. They'd be like, "Go fuck Adriana Chechik and don't ever do that." Uh, again. Oh, how great would that be? Oh my uh, god! Oh, that would be so fucking awesome. Oh. So that was live show. It was like great. Guess what? I'm moving to Montana. Tom bought me a ranch and some horses. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, it's it's tempting. Oh my god, it's kind of tempting. I I uh I needed this today, man. I haven't fucking I I was shaky yesterday's podcast with Ari. Did, could you tell Nadav? No. Oh, I was stuttering. I I came up with a brilliant fucking idea. I mean, that all seemed pretty normal. Yeah. No, good. Thanks, Nadav. Um, what's what was your brilliant idea? Uh, ce- celebrity backgammon. Wait, what's that? So it's I was two. It's a TV show. Two what, celebrities what's backgammon though. That's why you'd be perfect for this. Yeah, backgammon. Ari thinks he can beat yeah, but me. How do you play backgammon? By the way, I ran all of Ari's Jewish theories by my Jewish friends last night, and none of them check out. I was like, did you know that yeah, Jewish you women that are inherently uh, attracted to you because you're Jewish? And they're like, that's not true. And I was like, no, Ari said it's true. And they're like, eh. Um, backgammon's a really fun. I play backgammon. Did he do the, the Jewish girls blowjob thing? No, what's that? Isn't that that like, all the Jewish girls get better blowjobs. I'd love to fucking find that out. I had a couple. Nadav, you know that one? I don't think I've I mean, I've heard it, but I don't really fuck with Jews, so I don't want, I wouldn't know. <laughs> wow. Dude, how crazy is Nadav? What were his other today? theories? Um uh his you know, all my all my things I know about Jewish people all come from Moshe Kasher and uh and and Ari Shafir. And I think those are good two good resources. Well they both used to be Hasidic, right? Or Orthodox. Mm-hmm. And uh and so so they're I, I and but I don't hang out with any Orthodox Jewish people. I hang out with the the progressive Jewish people. So the, maybe they just don't know what it's like to be Orthodox. Maybe that's what it, the problem. Well, that's is. probably that's probably true too. And maybe they don't know their Jew, Judaism that good. Maybe they're like not as well as those guys do. And by the way, one of those guys is only half Jewish. Do not tell him that. He gets Who? fucking. Oh, maybe I shouldn't say his name. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant between Ari. And no, 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 no. Yeah, bleep out his name. One of my buddies is is uh, his dad is Jewish. I think I don't fucking know how it works. Anyway, 
Because the rule in Judaism is if your mom's Jewish, you're Jewish. Yeah. Correct. And if if your mom's not Jewish, then you're not Jewish, right? And you can't Correct. have a tattoo. A what? A tattoo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you want to be buried next to your uh, next to your family in a Jewish cemetery, you can't have a tattoo. Sweet. How did that work out with the Holocaust? Those are exempt. Uh, yeah. When it's forced on you for no, execution. But, no, but that, I mean, that's, like, that's like extra shitty. Is, yeah. was, was that ruled? Hang on. Hang on. Who put that rule in the books? Because Jesus, around that time, Moses didn't get tattoos. They weren't getting tattoos. Uh, Jesus had one on his neck, too. What did it say? In the Bible, it says that. Huh? What did it? Yeah, what is Jesus' tattoo? It, it said uh, forgiven. Forgiven? You know that? Yeah. <laughs> it said ride or die. Ride or die, yeah. I'm God's ride or die. Hey. Uh, it said hey, suwu. <laughs> Wait. Hang on. What's the rule? I, when did the tattoo rule come into the Judaism graveyards? That had to be like in why the do you 20s. Say, why do you say it to- totally talked like that? What's that? Tattoo. Tattoo, you mean? Yeah, tattoo. I like, I, like, I like putting a little spin on my words every now and then. Yeah. You know, razzle dazzle it. It's part of being an 11. It's part of it being an 11 is, you know. Yeah. So if you ever meet Ben Affleck, then. Yeah. Hey, um, I've said Ben Affleck's name so wrong so long as a joke that I now say it wrong for real. And I've done you know it. that we got. What? Do you know that we got a like a dump, a video dump, of more people saying your name wrong? Oh, yeah. Do you know no like, one, no one says my name right anymore? I don't know why it throws people off so much. It, it. I think my name is always. I mean, for my whole life, I was always called Brett or Brent. I and I I'm guilty of it too. I walked into a store to get my beard trimmed. It's called like Beard Company or Beard Beard Brothers. And I was like, I walked in and I was like, this doesn't look like a barber shop. This looks like a bakery. <laughs> I go, oh, it's Bread Brothers. <laughs> I literally was like, I wouldn't mind getting like, oh my, right there. I wouldn't mind getting a little trim up. <laughs> I opened it and I was like, this is a bakery. <laughs> All right. I walked out and they're like, "Can we help you?" I was like, "Not unless you can trim beards." And they're like, huh? "My kids are about to ruin this taping." What? I said, "My kids are about to ruin this taping." Oh, are they in? Walking. I just heard them. Uh, my kids, my my daughters and I are getting along really well right now. I thought you said you weren't. They, we I, I we had a rough patch in Denver, but I think it was because it it is because uh, I think. What was happening is Georgia's nervous about college, and so I think, and I oh, was, yeah. and I was super like gung ho, like, "Hey, put your phone down, take a look at this, take a look at that." And I think she's just, I think the whole thing's a little overwhelming to her, and I was not being super sensitive, and Isla just kept hitting me and going, Isla learned how to flick people off, and Isla just kept flicking me off and then going, "Shut up, stop talking, stop talking, you're making it worse, Dad, stop it." And so, I love Colorado. I fucking love Colorado. It's the best, dude. I, let's see. Best state to be born in. I'm going to obviously go to Florida because I think it makes you a stronger person. What? <laughs> Best state. Because I, 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 I would love to get. I, LA is fucking making me crazy. I would love LA to is live, a crazy making place. I'd love to live in. I would love to live in like Cape Cod. But you said to be born in. I know. But I'm, I'm, I'm talking reckless, Tom. What? Oh, I mean, best I would, state to I'm have a baby you. is Massachusetts. Wonder why. There you go. Minnesota, DC, New Hampshire. I'm telling you, man. Those are very progressive <laughs> states. You people are sleeping on Cape Cod. Cape Cod's a fucking Cape Cod's awesome. 
I've mm. never been to Martha's Vineyard. I want to go to Martha's Vineyard. I would check that out. I want to go too. I just want to see what it's I like. I don't even know. What, I don't even know anything about it. It's like when I first moved to New York, and then and I and I went to Greenwich Village, and there were skyscrapers or like tall buildings, and I was like, this doesn't look like a village at all. I thought it would be like oh. a little village that you like walked in a door and like like walked in a gate, and all of a sudden there were trees everywhere and like little hobbit. It looked like Hobbiton, like like yeah. in. in Lord of the Rings. Did, weren't you expecting something wild in Hell's Kitchen when you heard about Hell's yeah, Kitchen? Yeah, I want to see people holding people down, faces in the gutter, fucking them in the ass, going like, yeah. yeah. We went, I, went, I went down to the meatpacking district, and that lived up to its name. Yeah. I saw a dude fuck a dude in, an, in his ass at a club in the meatpacking district uh, first week in L.A. This, you want to talk about a crazy fucking night? Starts on 11th Avenue, right? Uh, yeah. Having drinks with these this guy who was like the editor of Us Magazine, who I'd known growing up. Um, these beautiful women, and then he was like, "Hey, let's let's let's." Uh, I say we really go out. We gotta take Bert out. Let's take him to a club. So we go to this club. And I think I think I might we might have done coke or like or something, but we ecstasy or something like that. Yeah. But <clears throat> and then next thing you know, we're in the meatpacking district, and they're like, "You need to go to a real gay bar. Like not like you need to go to a fucking hardcore gay bar." I have such vivid memories of this 15 minutes I stayed in this gay bar. There was a dude that had stars tattooed from his heels all the way to his ass cheeks, just mm -hmm. like going progressively bigger, and he was serving cocktails. And then I looked over, and there is one dude straight up fucking another dude in the ass. And I'm like, holy shit, welcome to That's New tight. York. Then we, end up, then we end up at Mary Lou's, a bar on like 13th Street. I, I know I've told you this. I'm sitting at Mary Lou's, and I'm like, uh, and now it's like after hours. It's like 3 in the morning, and I am like, fucking, this night's been crazy. I'm still with the dude and the two hot chicks, and this guy next to me goes, hey, you're the party animal. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, ah, I just read about you on the plane. I know you. And he was like, hey, I got to get a drink for the party animal. Hey, Harvey, Abel, party animal right here. And they're like, huh? And then all of a sudden, the chick looks over, and she's like stunned, and she goes, Oh my God, David Lee Roth knows who you are. And I'm like, that's David Lee Roth? Did not look like the David Lee Roth I grew up with. And I was like, holy shit. And then he was talking to, at this bar, is Abel Ferrara, I don't really know who that is, but I just remember the name, Abel Ferrara and Harvey Keitel and David Lee Roth. And I'm just like, this is like my first week in, in New York. And I was like, it's going to be all fucking roses. Never saw yeah. David Lee Roth again. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you fucked a guy in the in the ass at a bar. No, I did not. But oh, I remember uh, gay bars. Going to gay bars like back then it was like fucking chaos. I remember with this guy that worked at Barnes and Noble with me. It was the first like gay dude I really really knew. Like would like you, I'm sure I knew gay dudes in growing up in high school and college, but no one ever came out. And then I met this guy. He came out. He was from like Iowa or somewhere small town. Moved to New York, and he was fucking every night. He came in with a black eye one morning, and he goes, I go, what happened? He goes, I got fucked out of my loft last night. And I was like, what? And that guy would tell me stories. He, he, I remember he put me into a spiral. He came up, and he's like, hey, can I show you my cock? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, I got something wrong with it. I don't know what's going on. And he showed me his dick, and I was like, I think he got bit by spiders. And then he was like, and then me and him went to a medical journal and started <laughs> looking up diseases. And I had just had my first one night stand the night before. My first one night stand 
the night before. Like the in only, New York? only one night stand I ever had in my entire life. You only did it once? I've only had one. I maybe I've had it two. Hmm. Yeah. I had sex Wait. with this liver puddlian chick. So I had what? two. I had two. Was I I fucked a chick from Liverpool and we went to a we went to ride roller coasters the day during the day. And she saw me do stand up. I partied with her the na- that night and with her and her sister. And then she said, We're going to Magic Mountain. Do you want to come? Or whatever the fucking Six Flags. And I was like, Yeah, sure. So I went with her and her sister. And we came back. I did stand up again that night. We came back to my room. And I feel like she fucked me just so that they had a place to stay because they stayed at my house. But the interesting thing is, and this, uh, you'll get a kick out of this, she smoked cool cigarettes. And she drank Cavassier. And as I fucked her, I was like, this is what it would smell like to fuck Tupac. I mean, did you meet her in the Bronx? No, she was from Liverpool. And then I talked to her like two months later. And uh, like on the phone, she called. You know, they were back in Liverpool. And I was like, how's everything? She was like, oh, um, not so good. We just had a car bombing. (laughs) I did a great fucking okay the, hold on let me see if i can remember this <laughs> never mind wait what about the one night stand um i did, killed it i fucking tore that pussy up that I, that's the best i've ever fucked in my entire life by wow. the way ran into that chick in hawaii really i'm at the blue note ran into her at my show, she came to my show, ran into her. I was like, "What's up? Fucking awesome!" I mean, she—that's how good I t- how, Tom. That's how good I fucked. Twenty-two years later, twenty-two years later, she still knows my name, right? I haven't talked to her once. Good. I haven't talked to her once. Comes to my that's show, good. comes backstage. They go, "Hey, uh, guy back, at, the, at the Blue Note." Guy goes, "Uh." Hey, uh, I think one of your ex girlfriends is here, and I was like, I, I literally have four girl ex girlfriends. That's it. No, I only have three, three real. I mean, like you know, high school ones, but three yeah. real ex girlfriends. <laughs> and I was like, and one's Leanne. And I was like, and I was like, I'm, I, I'm like, I, that's impossible. And he goes, and I go, don't worry about it. Just bring him back. She walks in, and I was like, she wasn't a girlfriend. You you immediately recognize her? Immediately, immediately. She looked the same. Uh, yeah, she looked great actually. Yeah, she looked fantastic, and so and that's the best I've ever had sex. That's but but, but, but like get... but like I've had good meaning like with a with a stranger, you know, like uh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like I've had good. Did sex you wrap with it up or no? Did you did you raw dog it? I raw dogged it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the guy said I love you during it or whatever. I wasn't I wasn't good at one night stands. I definitely yeah. said I love you. <laughs> <laughs> and definitely, I only did this with people I loved, and so then I was just like, "I love you." And she was yeah. like, "Huh?" I was like, mm-hmm. "Do you want to yeah. say it back?" To you? So I feel like this isn't weird. <laughs> oh, that's great! <laughs> and cut to cut to the next day. The gay guy shows me his dick, and he's like, he's like, uh, he's like, uh, <laughs> dude, this. Guy, I wish I knew this gay guy's name. I wish I remembered his name. I wish I could talk to him. I wish you had started blowing that guy. He shows me his dick, and then he, we go to the medical journals, and he starts looking for his disease. And he was like, he was like, 
you're lucky. And I was like, why? And he goes, well, you don't have unprotected sex. And I go, oh, I did last night. And he was like, oh, maybe you should be looking in here. Then cuts to a fucking meltdown of me believing I have every venereal disease in the book. What did he end up having? I have no idea. I have no idea. And then, and they said, you know what's so interesting is they, I remember my, my boss, Dwayne, at, is at Barnes & Noble. He said to me one time, he goes, uh, he's, it was in a big team meeting upstairs before we opened. And he said, uh, Bert, what do, what do you do? And I said, I'm a comedian. And he goes, no, you work at Barnes & Noble. Don't ever forget that. That's actually what you do. You do that. You are not a comedian. And I was like, what a fucking cock. Right, <laughs> and then and then, Dwayne is the guy who fired me for working out in the basement in my underwear. Do you have a question? Dwayne yeah. is the one who fired me in the basement for underwear. And then I came back. I had just gone to L.A. signed a deal with Will Smith. I was like ready to go back to that Barnes Noble as if I made it. Right. So I walk up to the information booth. I'm I'm living in L.A. I'm just back for a couple days. I got a big TV deal. I'm 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 ready to like brag yeah. to Dwayne that hey, guess what? I'm a fucking comedian. You can suck my dick. And uh, I walk in and I see the, the gay guy and he lights up and he's like, hey, and I was like, what's up? And he goes, oh, dude, I heard you, uh, I heard you like signed a TV deal. And I said, I did. And he goes, oh, and he goes, hey, man, I got fucked so hard last night. And I just went back into my old thing and I was like, oh, tell me all about it. And then I never got to brag to Dwayne. I ended up hanging with a gay guy. We ended up going down That's to the, a... what? It's way better than, than seeing Dwayne. Yeah. Dwayne got fired. Dwayne was fucking one of the, uh. Apparently, that's what he said. I didn't, I didn't even. Yeah, see but I'd rather said. hear about the gay guy getting butt fucked and bragging to Dwayne. It was like the coolest. It was like the coolest time of your life. It was when you're young and you just are learning about everything, and you're like, yeah. really excited and going to see stand up oh, yeah. every night. Now I'm jaded, fucking sitting at the Denver airport, yeah. shaking. I know, man. <laughs> um. All right, we got to wrap this up. Uh, we've done a hundred episodes. Um, most of which with each other, um, and you're gonna fly out here, so we can we can try to stop zooming. If right? you can be, be if you can be available on either a, a on a Tuesday in October, I can make it happen. Well, I think we can make that happen. I can I can be available two Tuesdays in October. We'll bang out the whole fucking month. We can do a Monday do Tuesday. Do a Monday night Tuesday. Okay. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. Yeah. All right. Good. All right. Oh, and then you, um, and then just so you know, you have like a legit house guest. Like I'm definitely staying with you. I know that. Yeah. Uh, like uh, I'm really, I'm, I'm fucking living it up. You're gonna see. We're me making at arrangements. You're gonna see me at we're 11. making arrangements. Um. All right. Um. So thank you guys for for watching, for supporting us, and um, hopefully uh, hundreds of more episodes. Bert, I love you. I love you more, Tom. I love you so much that I'll do all the ad reads today. Oh, you're the best. All right, I'll talk to you later, buddy. Right. Okay, bye-bye. Bert and Tom, Tom and Bert. One goes topless while the other wears a shirt. Tom tells stories and Bert's the machine. There's not a chance in hell that they'll keep it clean. Here's what we call Two Bears, One Cave. No scripts, a bit of booze, amateur partology. Dirty jokes, raunchy humor, no apologies. Here's what we call Two Bears, One Cave.